Welcome back, everyone, to the Simply Real Podcast with your girl, Jennifer. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Definitely make your way over to my YouTube page at Simply Real and give it a subscribe. Y'all know the vibes. You're locked into the Simply Real Podcast. Your one-stop shop for motivation, inspiration, the dope vibes and jams, guest speakers, and so much more. We always have it rocking here at the Simply Real Podcast. We play a lot of diverse music. We mix it up. We are the melting pot here at the Simply Real Podcast. I hope you're having a beautiful, blessed morning wherever you are in the world. And you are tuned in to the Simply Real podcast, getting ready to start your day with inspiration. Today, I have a very special guest speaker coming up for you. We're going to be talking to Dolly Rivera from Dolly Talks. This is such an amazing interview. Dolly is a parenting coach specializing in bullying awareness and prevention education. She really has a lot of diverse courses and education that she's offering to help parents and children learn about tips and strategies to help prevent bullying, one of the most important things we can be talking to about our children today. This topic could not be more important. The children and the future of our generation, we need to make sure that we are empowering them. We are staying on top of them. And we as parents are really learning the tips and strategies to help our children grow, learn, and nourish. Definitely keep it locked in. This is a fantastic interview with Dolly from Dolly Talks. She is a parenting coach. Keep it locked in. Y'all know how it goes here at the Simply Real Podcast. to the Simply Real podcast. We always got the good vibes here. I hope you are enjoying your day and you are blessed to have risen today to another beautiful blessed day. Keep it locked in. We have a great interview coming up with Dolly from Dolly Talks. She is a parenting coach and she's going to be telling us a lot about how to prevent bullying, education and awareness and really all parents and kids should be tapping in today to this podcast. It is really a very, very important topic. I 
as always, don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Check out my YouTube page at Simply Real. You can actually see the video of Dolly Talks live as well. Today's podcast is sponsored by Simply Healthy Global Media, your one-stop shop for natural organic vitamins, supplements, skincare, clean beauty products, motivational apparel, podcasts, books, and so much more. Check out Simply Healthy Global Media, your one-stop shop for everything motivational at simplyhealthyglobalmedia.com. That's simplyhealthyglobalmedia.com. Good morning. Welcome to the Simply Real podcast. I'm so happy today to have a very special guest with us today on the Simply Real podcast. We have Dolly from Dolly Talks, which is a parenting coach specializing in bowling awareness and education prevention. I'm really excited to have this talk today with Dolly, considering everything that's going on in the world, educating our children, being aware of how we can truly stay in tune and aware about what our children are doing and the education is so important. Welcome, Dolly, to the Simply Real podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. How are you? I'm good, Jennifer. Thank you so much for having me on here. Oh, I'm, I'm so blessed to have you. I'm just so excited about all these great things that you are doing. Tell us a little bit about Dolly Talks. I took a look at some of your videos. Your Instagram profile is up to par. It's amazing. You're doing a wonderful job. Tell us how this all started. Oh, um, wow. That started years ago. My um, my firstborn started school, uh, elementary school. She was five and she was bullied. So when I asked for help, nobody provided the help. And they kept telling me, oh, we just can't do this. We can't do that. We have to fo follow the policy. We have to follow protocol. But I was like, well, what, what do you mean? You know, because I see this big old banner hang hanging over the school entrance that says no tolerance for bullying. And here you are, you know, my child is being bullied by um, uh, three kids. Um, the, the main child who was bullying her was also five years old. So um, the way that it happened was pretty much the little five-year-old asked her out. She said no. And uh, every time we'd walk, my husband and I would walk her to the bus stop. We started noticing that the five-year-old and his two older brothers were um, getting very aggressive. And the two older brothers were pretty much bullying him um, by telling him, like, you got to show her. You got to show them that you're tough. You're the man. You're a real man and all this stuff, right? And he's like, he's five. He's five. Let him be. Let him be a child. <clears throat> the two brothers were not that much older. They were seven and nine. So... Um, you know, they, they kind of terrorized all the kids on the bus. And when I submitted the complaint, the bus driver said, well, nobody would corroborate what was going on because they were all scared. 
And so that's when I went to the principal and the principal said, oh, you know, that happened on the bus, not on school grounds. Therefore, I can't do anything about it. And I was like, what the heck do you mean you can't do anything about it? You know, exactly. Um, that's their job. That's their responsibility. Right. You hired them. Therefore, in my opinion, <laughs> you know, you're responsible. So, yeah, it took a long. It took actually until the beginning of the second school year for it to all be resolved. And what I did was I just dove into research about bullying and the school's policies and all that. So I um, I started educating parents um, throughout the years. And then finally in 2017, I decided to create the Diversity and Anti-Bullying Academy. And I decided to include that, the diversity element because that idea that these children have, that most kids have, that they feel like they kind of have permission to pick on people and to bully them is when they don't understand their differences. Just like these little boys, they were thinking, well, you know, um, you got to show these girls who's the man, you know, like toxic masculinity, you know, and they had this false notion of what is tough and they didn't see girls as tough. So I I make sure that I teach about that too, but I want to, I want to clarify that when I teach, I'm not teaching the children. I'm actually teaching the parents. Mm. And the reason I do that is because after many years of volunteering at schools, I realized that parents are not getting this education. Some kids are, and um, they honestly, from what I've seen from years of going through to so many schools, they get a surface level type of education about bullying awareness. They don't go in depth. So. I do the in-depth part with the parents and I give them tools, examples, um, whatever they need to be able to have this conversation with their children so that they become the teacher. Because when it comes to something like this, you know, we're talking about a, say around the dinner table, kids are listening to the parents. Right. And, and if you use your own stories, your own way of speaking to, you know, have this conversation, they're going to remember. So that's what I do. I empower the parents. And aside from that, I teach them also how to advocate with the school, um, through the school for their child. Because the other thing that I found out is that, like me, when I started, I had no idea that, you know, there was a anti-bullying policy. I didn't know if there was an anti-bullying program, which are two separate different things. I didn't know that there are so many variations of how bullying is defined. Right. That's a, that's a lot of information to just take in. And, and yeah. I'm sure like being, being mobilized by this because of your own experiences, you know, and just getting up and being so motivated to really make a difference. I am so, I'm just, I commend you for all of that. But like you're just saying, I'm sure there were so many challenges in just getting this up and running. How did you sort of navigate your way around learning what to do and how to reach out and, and how to just build that foundation so you can start empowering parents like you are? Um, thank you for that question. You know, I think that, it, it, like, coincidentally, when I decided to go into the research, I was in my master's program, um, of course, doing research. So, and at that, um, my, my, uh, Degrees in women and gender studies with a concentration in social policy. Wow. So I was like, okay, this is cool because it's not, you know, it's not like um, no public policy, but it's close. So that helped me a lot. And um, I started sharing the information at the PTA with the parents and having conversations with friends and family. 
And then eventually, years later, my husband actually was like, hey, you got to stop giving this away for free. <laughs> you got to go and pitch it. Yeah, yeah. He was like, pitch it to the uh, principals. And he actually set up my very first appointment. Um, and um, it didn't go so well, but I decided to reach out to the school district's family engagement center. And I, I said, hey, will you let me pilot this whole program over the summer? It was like six yeah. weeks. And, um, and she was like, sure, you know, all I want is, you know, no compensation except for like raw data. I want the info with the feedback from the parents and the classes were so packed. It was 9 a.m. And I didn't think anybody was going to show up because, you know, summer, who's going to want to get up. Right, right. And it was for the parents, but they brought the kids and I was so surprised. <laughs> you just got to believe in yourself, believe in your dreams. That's yeah. amazing. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty much what kind of catapulted the business itself to like, oh, okay, I do have something here. And I just began working with different organizations. And now I've been hired by uh, small business development centers. I'm talking about, you know, bullying within the workforce and within wow. entrepreneurship. I've been hired by um, Texas Women's University. They have programs for the community and Arizona State University for um, teacher training, um, as well as like little organizations here and there, libraries and many other um, types of organizations. But I also do the consulting with the parents and coaching 101. And I have online courses. I have a workbook for parents and teachers. I you know, just to get the conversation started, because it can be so overwhelming. And it can also be a very hard topic to talk about, especially yeah, it is yeah. to communicate. It's it's really difficult to just bring up that topic. And I know you mentioned just now, not to cut you off, but you were just before I forget, you were just saying that um, you have, I guess, strategies and how to open that conversation up. I would love for you to share what some of those strategies are. Just, you know, for parents listening in, how do we start those conversations with our kids about this? So you can do anything fun because, you know, it is a dark topic. So um, books, I have a ton of resources. If anybody is wondering what type of books to start, because you can start it as young as possible. Like as soon as you, if you're already reading to your child and they don't even know how to speak, just the type of books that you choose are very important. And you just keep that going, right? That consistency. And of course, as they get older, then you can start by sharing your own stories about kindness and about having been bullied, or maybe it wasn't you, maybe it was your cousin or your sibling. Right. Um, you can use the media, like television shows. There's so many, so many examples. I can think of like, you know, Ants, the movie, <laughs> plenty of- That's true. In there. Or um, in uh, what, like um, <laughs> the Marvel movies. I mean, there's so many- Right. Different, you know, things that you can point out like, oh, yeah, this that's, I, you know, it's not bowling. You can just weave it in as naturally as possible instead of just sitting down and saying, hey, we're going to have a talk about bullying. It's like no kid's going to listen. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Immediately. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. You can even use music because sometimes the lyrics or maybe the videos of those music, um, you know, of the songs, uh, they have, you know, certain scenes in there that you can use it. Um, you can talk about current events, like the thing with Will Smith and Chris uh, Rock. You know, was just... So, okay, that, that, I'm so glad you brought that up. Let's <laughs> kind of weave that into the conversation. <laughs> Would you consider that a form of bullying in some way? And 
is that something that we see amongst celebrities a lot? And is that something that our kids maybe are being influenced by because of social media, because of TV? What are your thoughts about that? So um, the definition of bullying varies, right? The, the federal government has not declared one official definition because it's pretty complex. Um, some people might call that bullying, but bullying defined by most organizations, they have you know variations, but most of them say it's pretty much an unwanted aggressive behavior. It is consistent. There is a power imbalance or there's a potential of power imbalance. Um, and um, it, it is perceived as um, a threat, right? Right. So uh, would, would this scenario with Will Smith be bullying? Probably not because it happened that one time, but then we don't know what else has been going on, right? Right. right. So we have had these debacles, you know, on and off for years, and then maybe one of them said, hey, you got to stop it, and then it continues, then, yeah, that would be bullying. Um, some definitions, depending on where the definition comes from, they might include that one occurrence is not considered bullying, but there are others that do. So it's really important that when you go to your school and you're reading that definition, you understand what they consider bullying, because if it doesn't fall, whatever happens to your child doesn't fall under that definition, then they really pretty much won't be able to help you because they'll say, well, that's not considered bullying. Oh my gosh. There's so many nuances that, um, Parents have to navigate, and it's so complicated sometimes, I feel. Mm -hmm. But um, you're giving us a great rundown of, of how to do that. And, you know, you brought up sort of another good point that I wanted to just step into a little bit. So bullying, and is there a connection with mental health? And have you sort of, you know, assessed that a little bit? And what are your thoughts and how you are sort of combing through that issue? Because some kids maybe come from a home where they're dealing with some issues, and maybe that's why they're lashing out or they're dealing with mental health issues. How, how is that being sort of uh, integrated into your approach while you're putting all these great programs together? Yeah, you know, that's such a good question. So the short answer is yes, definitely. There is a correlation with bullying and mental health and not just uh, on the person who's uh, victimized, but actually all parties involved, even the witness, you know, the bully. And there's a study, um, it's a little old now, but it was in 2015 that, well, when it was um, presented by the, um, the uh, it was in conjunction with the criminal justice system and the Department of um, uh, Criminal, uh, yeah, in the, I'm sorry, the criminology at the um, University of North Carolina, they found um, the they're from the results of years of following certain kids that, Children aged 12 to 16 uh, who were followed for 14 years or so, um, they showed that if they have been bullied before a certain age, uh, that is the age of 12, I believe, um, they had a higher likelihood of mental health, negative mental health issues, and ending up in the criminal justice system. And wow. then kids who were bullied before the age of 12 and after the number of those issues went up even more. And um, the American Psychological Association, you know, year after year releases results from their studies that there's a lot of depression, anxiety, there's a lot of behavior issues, and um, even some bullicide has happened. And a lot of people don't understand what that word is or they've never heard it, but it's pretty much suicide due to bullying. 
and it's really hard to track that one, right? Because when the reports from the coroner's office comes out, number one, the information of minors who die or have any anything regarding minors is private. So right. researchers can't really collect that data. Number two, um, it is sometimes mislabeled. Uh, so it might have, it might be considered a hate crime or maybe gang related or something other than bullying. Right. So yeah, it's really, really hard to track those numbers because of those reasons, but there's definitely some mental health impacts on children. And so one of the things I do to help parents is um, teach them like, hey, this these are the resources that you have. And we're like, boom, 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 these are it, right? Which one of these do you want to try out with your child? Because you don't have to just go with one and stick with it. If it doesn't work, move on to the next one. You know, but there are many options. And the ultimate goal is to help your child not be traumatized for life about this, to be able to move forward in a healthy way. And lastly, to not define themselves as the victim. You are locked into the Simply Real podcast. Y'all know how it goes here. We play the diverse music. We got the jams. We got the guest speakers. And today we have a phenomenal guest speaker. You were just hearing from Dolly, from Dolly Talks, a parenting coach. She is really dropping some gems today and giving us some tips and strategies on how to really parent our children, how to be aware, and how to really know when something's going on, especially when it comes to bullying. Keep it locked in. We have a lot more coming up with Dolly from Dolly Talks. Definitely go check out her website at www.dollytalks.com. That's www.dollytalks.com. She's an amazing individual. Take me to 
just physical and a lot of people prioritize physical bullying over any other type because it's the most obvious one. Schools prioritize it because it's the most obvious and um, uh, it carries the highest liability, right, for lawsuits. When you think about verbal bullying or emotional bullying or social bullying or even cyber bullying. Right. I was just going to step into that. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Oh man, I have a whole class <laughs> on cyberbullying alone. Yeah, I mean, it, it's such a big thing, and I, I love how you're breaking it down because it's really important for those listening in right now to understand there are different types of bullying, not just the physical bullying, but the mental bullying. And now getting into the cyberbullying and the, and social media, that world is opening up so much. I mean, I remember growing up, I didn't have any of these problems growing up, you know, with social media. But nowadays, it's, it's a little bit different. Have you put together some initiatives for that to specifically, you know, focus on that? Oh, yeah, definitely. I've done so many workshops on this. Um, but, you know, cyberbullying can happen to anyone. And when parents say, well, I'm not going to worry about my child having a, a device that gives them access to the web right now because they're too little. Well, we, we're, we don't worry just about cyberbullying from say, or by a friend, right? Or by a peer from school. We need to worry about other types of bullies like um, people who um, bully them into sending nude pictures or doing something inappropriate mm -hmm. or um, even accessing an, uh, an inappropriate site just so that they can blackmail them. Um, the earliest, well, the, the average age a child in the United States bumps into pornography is between seven and eight years old that's oh really, yeah that's really really young mm -hmm. so think about that because kids are going to google whatever words they hear on tv or from their friends so if they google um sex or if they google um oh <laughs> or they because they, oh, yeah. they're just innocently wondering they can end up in some sites that you mm -hmm. don't want them to be on so right you have to know before you give them a device, um, are you committed to keeping track? Are you committing, committed to um, buying a monitoring tool that can help you block certain things and also like get a report on their activity? Because um, again, it's not that you think your children are doing anything wrong. It's that you know that they're kids and they're curious. They right. And they also don't tell you everything because sometimes they're like, well, I don't want to bother them. They're already going right. to that. Or this is embarrassing. I don't even want to tell my mom and dad. Right. right. So, yeah. You got to feel comfortable. Now, you mentioned with the devices, there are certain monetizations that you can do. Like, there's certain locks and things like that. Just for people listening in, can you tell us, like, what are some of those things that we can do to help prevent our children from typing in those things or for it coming up? I think there's some blockers on some of these devices, right? 
So the devices like iPhone and Android, they pretty much have mostly um, settings. So the, the difference between a monitoring tool and a setting adjustment is that the setting, you're pretty much telling your phone that between this hour and this hour, your children will not have access to the entire phone or that you're blocking only this app or that website or whatever, you know? Um, a monitoring tool does way more than that. Now you can, monitoring tools, they, they have a, a variety of prices and also, um, I guess, uh, ways that they, they can help. Like some of them, all they do is help you adjust everything, you know, the settings and everything, plus um, give you some details on like text messages, who were they were texting. Some of them are extremely detailed where they'll send you an entire report of like who they were talking, what the conversation was about, like the transcript, everything. And if you're interested in, in just finding out, you know, where to start, where to buy one, you can either go to Google and type in best monitoring apps. Although I do have a freebie, um, a sheet with prices and everything that, um, that I, I've, it's like the top five that I that keep coming up year after year. So I have that and it's free and I have no affiliation with these people. <laughs> so um, just disclaimer there. But you can also start with your phone provider and say, hey, what monitoring tools do you have? And they start sometimes at $4.99 a month. But then there are others where you pay a one-time fee of $80 for lifetime or others are a little pricier, like $150 for life. So it really depends on what you're looking for in the monitoring app because they can do things like tracking their location, giving you a transcript of, say, like conversations, audio or, you know, text. Right. They'll block certain language that is being sent to them or that they are sending. Um, they'll block certain types of video content as well. It, it just like, you know, sends a red flags. If anything is not supposed to come through, depending on their age range, then it'll block it and it'll immediately alert you, especially when it's things like, say, um, cyberbullying. You know, they're having an argument online and they're using horrible words that right. they shouldn't be using, kind of like suicide or kill yourself or anything like that. It'll send a red flag and send you a text message immediately and say, hey, you know, pay attention, this just happened. Right. So that's pretty much a gist of what you can expect from the monitoring tool. And remember, the setting is not enough. It just isn't. Because yeah. settings don't tell you who's trying to send what to them, you know, who is trying to um, speak to them, unless you're actively, like, going into every single app, looking at their activity, reading their <laughs> conversations. Right, and who, what parents, not many parents are going to do all that. Exactly. That, right. that, those are wonderful tips. Thank you for all of that. Um, this is it's a wonderful conversation. I have a couple more questions. So... What are some tips that parents can sort of tap into to just know that their child is maybe being bullied or experiencing something along those lines? Because I think sometimes as parents, we may just think our children are just having a bad day. Maybe they're just not feeling up to it. But what are some of those key indicators that can tell us, okay, something's going on here? Yeah, that's a great question because sometimes it's right up in our faces and we don't see it. But we all know our children really well. We know what their behavior is normally like. So as soon as you see a change in behavior, pay a little more attention. And if you need to ask questions, right? So if your child's usually always, always gaming, and then suddenly they're just like cold turkey, they're not 
on there anymore or you see them withdrawing and you're like, hmm, that's weird. What's going on? Um, pay attention because bullying happens through gaming systems too. And a lot of people don't realize that. Um, and it, of course, because boys mostly hang out with the gaming systems, that's where they experience bullying. Whereas uh, girls, they experience it more on, on um, social media. So if you see them kind of jolting when their phone goes off or the notifications go off, that's not normal. So ask like, hey, what's going on there? Right. If you ask about some friends and are like, oh, I don't want to talk about so-and-so, you know, we're like, wait, what's going on there? What happened? Maybe right. they had a falling out because maybe they got bullied or if they're just like super angry all of a sudden, if they're anxious or seem very depressed, you know, anything out of the norm. And I know it can be really hard, especially for children who are going through that teen phase. Right. Because right? they're already going through like this confusion. I don't know why I'm so mad. I'm bored. I, you know, all of that. That's when you have to just ask questions. And, and don't be afraid to just ask them like, are you being bullied? Or is somebody making you upset? Or is some, do you fear somebody, you know, hurting you? Or if they're constantly coming up with excuses about not going to school, like my tummy hurts. Or maybe their tummy really hurts because they're so afraid that their body is yeah. reacting to all of that angst, right? Right. Good point. Yeah. So many questions that you can ask. And just overall, pay attention to those abnormal behaviors and ask ask the questions just be aware be in tune with your children and just make sure you're you're always understanding what's going on within them those are great great pointers thank you so much for that and so now if somebody wants to get started with dolly what can they do and how does the whole how does the whole process sort of work and how can they all reach out to you and what do you offer all those things because i'm sure there's going to be so many parents who are listening in right now they're like oh my god i need to jump on this i'm (laughs) And I need to jump on this. Thank this you. Is a wonderful initiative. And I definitely want to even introduce it to my own school district as well because I love it. Oh, yeah. I'm that too. Parents can always, always refer me. And I always encourage parents to ask for this type of service, um, even if it's not me, because a lot of parents don't realize that they have the power of asking through either directly the principal. The school psychologist is usually who's in charge of leading the anti-bullying programs. But for parent programs, usually it's a com- um, a committee member or like PTO or PTA member. So know that. But if you want to work with me, um, there's a link in my bio on Instagram. I'm at Dali Talks everywhere on social media. But in my website is DaliTalks.com. And on there, um, there's a button where you can schedule a call with me and we can decide if maybe what you need is a consultation because you're going through something with your child or maybe your child already went through bullying, but you haven't been able to help them move forward in a healthy way. Right. Right. I also offer um, coaching where we, you know, focus on a specific part of, you know, bullying awareness or even confidence building. And, and I guide you through that. And I also have, courses i have so many courses and they're they're not all listed on my website and the reason for that is because when i have a a call with you then you know that's when i'll tell i'll tell you hey i think that this course would be great for you right and do it self-paced um and of course um i have the workbook if anything if you don't want to invest in working with me through coaching or consulting please check out the the workbook it's called your guide to bullying prevention 
because I give you pretty much a little bit of everything so that you can get started with having that conversation, not just with your children, but whoever is a huge influence in your child's life, like, of course, your partner uh, or, you know, the parent, the other parent, your maybe grandparents or a favorite aunt or uncle or cousin, or maybe a faith leader that your child trusts a lot. Just share that information with them, because one of the things I always tell my kids, I know that you're not going to come to me for everything, right? But as long as you're coming to going to one of these people in our circle that we trust, right? You know, I'm okay with that. They'll let me know if I need to know anything that's super detrimental. But I don't mind you going to someone because I know that you know kids are like, oh, I don't want to tell my mom or dad about this, you know. Right. And that's okay as long as they're talking to someone that you trust. Right. That's the key. I love it. I love it. Well, I put your website down below, dollytalks.com. Everyone has to go check it out. Dolly Talks, you are doing an amazing, amazing job. Like I said, I've checked out some of your videos. They're just phenomenal. You are educated, you are empowering, you are motivating, and you are doing things for our children. They are the generation, our future generation. So we have to make sure we are definitely empowering our children. So I just commend you for all the great work that you are doing, Dolly. Thank you so much. Any lasting thoughts or information or anything you want to tell our listeners and parents who are sort of tapping in today to this podcast? Yes, just one short thing. When your child comes to you and says, I've been bullied, please always believe them. Because in their own reality, it's something huge. To you, it might not seem like a big deal, but never ask them, are you sure that's what happened? Or are you are you sure you're not being too emotional? Because the moment you ask those type of questions, you've just violated their trust and they have lost faith that they can come to you and ask for help. So please always validate their experience and offer, you know, how can I help you? How do you want me to help you? And that's all. Right. No, that that's wonderful. And like I said, I'm just so excited to get this introduced into my own school district. So we just have to sort of call our schools, like you said, let them know that we have a wonderful mentor who's going to be doing this for us. And we want to introduce her. Is that sort of the process that we can all take? Yes, definitely. I if you want to refer me to your school, I have a, a like a package, a, a PDF that you can send to them. It has all the information and then you can leave the whole negotiating part to me and that school representative. Perfect. Thank you so much. Well, thank you for tuning in, everyone, to the Simply Real podcast. We are speaking with Dolly. She's doing amazing things. Please go visit her website, dollytalks.com. Check her out. See how you can get her involved in your kids and what you're doing. Use her for empowerment and motivation. And Dolly, thank you so much for joining us today on the Simply Real podcast. Thank you so much. Well, you heard it here first. You were listening to Dolly from Dolly Talks. Definitely an amazing individual. Definitely go tap in with Dolly at dollytalks.com. She's really offering so much inspiration and motivation on how to really talk to our children about bullying prevention, education awareness, and really just dropping such gems on tips and strategies. This is an amazing topic that we all really need to tune into and be more aware of, especially as parents. Wherever you are, I hope you enjoyed today's podcast with Dolly Talks. 
Dolly Rivera is an amazing individual parenting coach talking all about bullying prevention. Please go check out her website at dollytalks.com. And as always, keep it locked into the Simply Real podcast. You know how it goes here. We all girls got the vibes and the good music, guest speakers, inspiration. We are your one-stop shop for motivation, empowerment, upliftment, and so much more with your girl, Jennifer. Definitely keep it locked in. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Wherever you are, I hope you're having a beautiful, blessed day. Thank you, as always, for tuning in to the Simply Real Podcast with your girl, Jennifer.